what? You found the time to stop and listen to a podcast during the holiday season? You're the real MVP. So before we get started, make sure you're following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. This is episode 17. I'm ready. Happy holidays. stress the fuck out I get like this every time every year the end of the year I'm like a fucking mess I'm a ball of fucking emotions I'm super sad I'm super happy super up for stuff super not up for stuff super flaky like I'm just terrible and I live in a place where like the weather isn't terribly bad so it's just like a little cold but like I still get those like winter blues feelings so what do I do but turn to the one thing that fucking makes me feel decent so here we are episode 17 um are you guys done with Christmas shopping I've got like one more round of things to do I'm gonna hopefully handle it on Friday and then I will be done so I can like breathe I'm so tired of like scraps of like paper on my floor like for me like trying to terribly wrap presents I'm really not that good my grandmother like used to uh work at like a really big department store like and she fucking knows how to wrap presents but you know unfortunately I can't ask her to do that so it's on me you know I do my best a lot of tape sometimes um, I've got a lot of um like parts where like I pulled not enough wrapping paper so now I've got to like camouflage I don't have enough wrapping paper by like overcompensating on like ribbons and bows <laughs> and other bullshit like that <laughs> I need a fucking elf on a shelf y'all <laughs> okay so I'm just gonna get started I am super late to the party, okay? I'm super late, and I'm trying to figure out why no one pressed me about not watching Married to Medicine. It is so good. So I've been on my hermit shit, but in the process of being on my hermit shit, I have been binge-watching Married to Medicine. I am in the newest season which is season six but i'm on like episode eight right now so i'm a few episodes behind but i have been binging it i am so in love with that show that show is like the perfect amount of like crazy bullshit and then like normal life like you get like the loving hip-hops and like those ones that are just so like we know mona scott wrote them but like married to medicine that shit feels really real to me sometimes. So I really, really like that show. And I'm just so sad that nobody like was like, yo, how are you not watching the show? Like, you guys have to stay on me about these things. But it, it's so good. It's so good. So I'm really upset that you guys didn't tell me about that. But that's okay. I figured it out. <laughs> it's so good. I love Cecil. I like Simone. Like, she's loud as fuck. Like, I like, I kind of like, like something about all of them. I think if I had to 
pick a girl that I most like, it would probably be Toya, but like without the like frivolous spending. Like I know how to find a bargain, baby. No, but I feel like I'm most connected with Toya. Um, and I just love that show. Like Mariah, it's a flip flop thing, you know, like sometimes I like her, sometimes I don't. I don't know. Anyway, it's a great show. I'm glad I found it. I will be caught up soon. The only thing about, like, binge-watching stuff is that you, like, rush through it, and then you're stuck waiting like everybody else. <laughs> so, I might, like, pull back and, like, save these last episodes, but I really can't, because I'm, like, I'm ready. Like, Quad is having issues, and I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of things that I did not fucking know about, um, how about this fucking kid, Ryan's Toys Review? Like, he's making bank, y'all. Last year, or this year, he's made $22 million, which is insane, because he's seven years old, like, and my nine-year-old doesn't bring me those kind of earnings, like, (laughs) at all. (laughs) I just got my two broke best friends over here while this seven-year-old kid is making $22 million playing with toys on the fucking screen. So, here's my question to you. Why aren't we all doing this? <laughs> <I'm just laughs> uh, half of me is like, yo, we should really get on this. I've got two kids and a niece that would flip YouTube upside down, I feel like. But also, I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about <laughs> exploitation. <laughs> but I don't know. Is it exploitation if it's a seven-year-old kid playing with toys on the screen? And then I'm assuming at this point, people are just sending him stuff. Why is it like when you get more money, people start sending you free stuff? Like, you have money to spend these things, like, to spend it on stuff. Like, anyway, so this kid's getting, like, free toys, and he gets to unbox them and play with them and, you know, tell how he likes them or not. Like, and it's working. He is the number one paid YouTube star right now. Um, Jake Paul's right underneath at 21.5, but, like, this is a kid playing with fucking toys, y'all. Like, dude, perfect's number three, and they be fucking risking their life and shit for, not risking their life, but they be hella practicing <laughs> tricks and shit. <laughs> and they, they're making two million less than this kid that's just opening up free toys, y'all. So, again, I urge us to all get on this. Let's just all start, like... Letting our kids open up shit on video and see what happens. Like, let's get in that top 10 for next year. Forbes, yo. (laughs) I'm trying to get in the Forbes magazine. And if I can't get there, then I need to let my kids open some presents in front of a camera so they can get there. (laughs) Yo, that shit is crazy. Could you imagine being seven years old and making $22 million? How much of that does he even see? He probably still has to get, like, the regular size. He can't even get, like, a Mighty Kids meal, probably. They're probably still making him get the four chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, how much of that is he really saying? I mean, but at the same time, like, he's getting, like, every toy he wants. So, I mean, what could, what do you give this kid for Christmas? Emancipation, maybe. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> So I hope that, like, he's doing this, like, and it's still fun for him, and it's not his parents, like, pushing it now because he's making money for it, because that's the part where you're going to have to be like, all right, pause on this, like, when it stops being about him 
genuinely reviewing toys that he likes and it starts to be about what his parents feel like he needs to do like so um good job ryan and good job ryan's parents i guess like <laughs> um he's only been doing this for three years like 22 million is not bad for three years of in the game so i don't know y'all we should think about it <laughs> so oh my god Cardi, 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 Cardi. Okay, so it's like this. Y'all know what I'm gonna talk about. Um, let me. I'm just trying to like put it into words. We all know, or we've had some kind of inkling of what kind of person uh, Offset is. And not saying he's like a bad person, but I'm saying he likes to fuck, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Don't get married to people, my nigga. Like, what is wrong with you? So he was texting with a girl, a summer bunny or some somebody something. I don't know. Some girl that I don't know nothing about. So which is probably why Offset thought he can get away with it, because who the fuck knows her? Anyway, he was texting with her, talking about trying to fly her out, having a threesome with her friend. And if it's the friend that I saw on the internet, she was butt ass ugly. So if that's how you're out here rocking offset, like, shame on you. Like, <laughs> not that cheating is a thing to do anyway, but, like, my God. If you're, if that's the risk that you're going to take to ruin your life, like, make it worth it. That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, no evidence that has actually been done, but, I mean, I'm going to assume, because I like to assume things. I'm just going to assume that. It probably did happen, and if that didn't happen, we heard she heard about some other things that did happen. I don't know. The point is, he got caught cheating again. He got caught again. Like, why don't people know that, like, niggas cannot wait? People are waiting to find anything to put on the internet about you. So, like, you can't be out here just wild texting bitches, like, trying to throw it in a D like you just you can't do that especially like when we're in a time where people cannot wait to throw receipts on the internet like you've got to be kidding me and this girl just had your baby well not just had your baby but had your baby like she in love like she how many times Offset's name in, in in her songs like I mean like so you got this bitch out here super duper open and you just out here acting like an asshole like and it's not like Cardi's not like a beautiful girl like I just that's, that's that's the part I don't understand like what do you be need what do you what does a guy need from outside of the house when supposedly he has everything inside I don't know you know I don't know I'm not trying to get super duper into their business but Offset is on the internet talking about fuck us and he misses Cardi like of course you miss her like I would miss her you feel me like so I don't really know what he has going on um Cardi is saying that she's going to get a divorce. I think, I don't know if she's filed them yet, but she's also kind of like giving this nigga the time of day as well. So we don't really know what's going to happen. I hope that if they can work it out, this nigga like keeps his dick in his pants. Like you, Cardi be on the internet talking about how much she wants to suck your dick like and fuck on you. So like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> She's ready. <laughs> Oh my god. I just, you know, when people get married, you just kind of want it to work. It's not always going to work. I get that. If they can find a way to figure it out, 
then cool. But if not, then that's cool too, Cardi girl, because you are beautiful and you're killing it. And if you got to kill it by yourself solo for a little bit, nothing wrong with that, ma. So, all right. Um, oh, God. So now, since I, it seems like every time I have a Cardi story, I have a Nikki story. It's insane. Nikki, unfortunately, is in the news again for flaunting her new boyfriend. She's nothing wrong with that, right? You got a new man. That's cool. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm, this is going to kind of come up later when I talk about something else, but, like, you don't want to always judge people off of the things that they've done in the past right and you want to give people an opportunity and a chance right but I have this issue with Nicki Minaj because every it's like why is she so not why how like how is her life so in like wrapped up with like so many sex offenders like that shit is bothersome to me like it's really bothersome so her new boyfriend we already know about her brother right but this is like oh man i should have looked this up more but like this is not the this is not the only this is not the second time that we've heard about Nicki minaj with a sex offender or fucking defending a sex offender or trying to you know what I'm saying putting money on books of her sex offender ass brother like um but anyway her new boyfriend um Kenneth P Petty I almost said Perry Kenneth Petty he's a registered sex offender okay so stop right because I have to be honest there are so many people that are on sex offender registries lists that are to me I don't know that it's fair um, people that have, you know, peed outside, like, not saying that that shit is ignorant as fuck in general, but, like, I don't know that you peeing outside, um, is enough to put you on a sex offender list, but it happens, okay? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference in, like, taking your dick out to pee or taking your dick out to show it to people, and I just don't, sometimes the people that they put on these lists are really, it's, it just doesn't seem fair not saying that there aren't people that definitely fucking deserve to be on there because there are so many motherfuckers that definitely deserve to be on there but i only said that because when i when people say sex offender or register sex offender they immediately be like uh you know what i'm saying like but sometimes it's not it's not like it seems uh you have to you'd have to talk to these people um and you know and be involved like you know saying like to have conversations with these people to really understand like why they're registered sex offenders um and you know it's of course it's your decision to talk to them or not but like i said some people are getting some people are being put on these lists um very unjustly and this is my opinion and my opinion only again people sometimes you can't hold it right like i get it like there's literally people on sex offenders lists for peeing outside y'all it's insane anyway so the point i'm trying to say is I brought that up to say, to talk about Kenneth again. Um, he is a level two offender on the New York State's uh, sex offender registry. Um, but what's concerning is how and why he's on it. Because again, 
I'm going to say it probably until my I'm fucking blue in the face, but when you hear people are registered sex offenders, I think that it's only fair to understand how or why it happened, okay? So, in 1995, um, Kenneth was convicted of uh, of attempted first-degree rape for something that happened in 1994. Him and the girl were both 16, okay? But, here's the part that I don't agree with, and this is what bothers me, and this is why he deserves to be on the sex offender list. It also notes that he used a knife or a cutting instrument during the commission of the crime. So this isn't two 16-year-olds that are in love and having, you know what I'm saying, and having sex and whatever. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not about to speculate. But this is like two 16-year-olds, one being threatened to do whatever that they were doing. You know, when do you need a knife or a cutting instrument? When you're having consensual sex. You don't. So that's the part that bothers me. Um, he was sentenced to uh, 18 to 54 months in state prison. He served under four years. He got out in 99. Okay. Um, there's other stuff that he's done. Manslaughter. Blah, 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 blah. But I mean, honestly, like, the kind of niggas that it seems like Nikki would hang out with, like, you, like he probably would have that on his... <laughs> this fucking record is all I'm saying but the part that's concerning to me <laughs> cause I don't know what happened in that manslaughter <laughs> but the part that's concerning to me is the fact that he used some type of threatening force in this crime that got him put on the registry so for this instance I definitely agree that he should be on the registry and now that's concerning to me because why does Nikki constantly surround herself with these kinds of people? Um, and, you know, people threw his record on her, you know, in her face on the internet. And she, you know, go off internet. Y'all can't ruin my life. Like, okay, like, that's cool. And maybe he's changed. But I don't think that... I don't even want to say that. It's hard. Mm. I don't know, y'all. It's really hard for me to believe that somebody who would use, like, force like that, like, in rape. Like, rape is rape is rape is rape, and it's all fucking terrible, right? But when you're, like, you have a threatening force, a knife, a gun, whatever the fuck, like, that is very concerning for me, and I, Nikki is... I just don't know why this happens. I got, I don't understand what her constant connection to these types of people are. I just, I don't know. I, I worry about her sometimes. Like, I don't know if she's all the way together up there, but you know, whatever. Um, so yeah. So yet another, yet another sex offender being associated with her name. And I guess everybody thinks that that's all cool. She can date whoever she wants to. Absolutely. But I just think it's concerning and something to talk about when it's like the only kind of people that she's ever around. Um, Alright, so I was scrolling through the internet looking for like something cool and fun to tell you guys and I found it. Um, the UK is really taking care of its old people is the best way I can say this. Um... The old ladies said that they wanted dinner served to them by some strippers. 
and uh, Milton Lodge Retirement Home made that happen. <laughs> these pictures are so hilarious. Like these old, like <laughs> these super old <laughs> English ladies, like with these dudes. Like, okay, these dudes are completely butt ass naked. They've got on uh, a half aprons and bow ties. That's literally it. There's a picture of one of these old ladies trying to pull the string off of one of the dudes. Like, <laughs> this shit is so great. So anyway, um, there was 23 guests in total. Um, 11 of them were residents. The rest of them were um, there were either their daughters or their grandkids, somebody that they wanted to um, join them on this dinner. Um, it was a three-course meal. The guys were completely naked, I said, except for the two little things they had on. But they served up the ladies' three-course dinners. They did, like, some light, um, you know, flirting, you know, because old bitches like that. And, you know, it's <laughs> it's funny. They asked uh, one of the uh, 89-year-old ladies who started, she's the one who brought it up. And they said that whenever they asked her what, she, you know, what she wanted that day, she always said a man. So... Here you go. Here's two. <laughs> um, so, you know, they found a company online. They're called Hunks and Trunks. And they ordered two of them up. They came and they had a roast dinner and two other courses. Um, you know, like I said, they did some harmless flirting. Um, there was a, a lady that was 99 years old there. And she said she loved them so much that she's going to have them back next year for her birthday. So... This shit looks lit. So we need to take care, better care of our old people. And if they need, if they need some naked, some naked dudes, you know what I'm saying, around, then we need to handle whatever we need to handle to make them comfortable. You know, it's bad enough. We have to put some of our, our older, elderly people in the fucking home. But damn, like if you're going to send them to the home, like send them to one of these. <laughs> These ladies look like they are having so much fun. You guys have to Google it. It's the Milton Lodge Retirement Home. This shit is amazing. It happened a few months ago. I just found it, though. And these ladies just look really happy. And I'm sure, like, I don't know. Like, I don't have anybody in my life that's in the retirement home. But I can imagine that some of those days aren't amazing. So I'm glad that they, that this place was able to find something for them to enjoy, you know, uh, however, not safe for work, <laughs> but what a fucking day. I'm sure. Like, I feel like they'll be talking about this for the rest of the year. So that's super dope. And shout out to the UK for taking care of their elderly. <laughs> we got to do better America. <laughs> Speaking of fucking America. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get y'all president though. <laughs> Like he's on a fucking rampage. Um, but I don't want to talk. I don't, <laughs> if I spend this time literally just talking about this asshole, like that'll be the rest of the show. So I'm not going to do that, but I do just want to take a few seconds just to kind of talk about the clusterfuck that happened with Pelosi and Schumer the other day. It was, <laughs> Trump is just such a fucking big ass baby. He cannot stand when he hears stuff he don't like. Like, he just does not, it don't matter how true that shit is, like, he does not like that shit. And he'd be so quick to like, nigga, like, we're not playing the dozens. We're in the Oval Office. <laughs> Yo, y'all president is fucking crazy. 
Um, but pretty much, they were... <laughs> the meeting was supposed to be... A conversation about how we can stop the government shutdown, how we can come to some type of agreement about what kind of border control slash security we need. And everybody just doesn't think it's the wall. Okay. Um, and then I guess a lot of the uh, officials issues with it is just kind of like He's demanding money for the wall. Democrats don't want to offer more than a certain amount. He's he's having fucking temper tantrums is pretty much what it comes up to. He's lying about how much of the wall is actually built right now. Um, he's just he's just a fucking hot mess. And he pretty much is like, well, if I can't have what I want, then I'm shutting this shit down. Like, he's acting like Diddy with the fucking studio on making the band. So, the thing, though, is that the Democrats don't give a fuck. The Democrats made very clear that they have a idea, a plan that they are ready to put in place that will stop the government shutdown and also address our border issues and our concerns about security. But pretty much Trump is, he don't want to hear it. If it's not the wall that he promised all these fucking crazy people that voted for him, then he don't want to hear it. Um, and he resorted to, um, talking shit about Schumer, um, and, you know, mansplaining and trying to over talk Pelosi. Um, but Pelosi's not here for his bullshit. Like she said after like that, he just likes to do that it's a it's a control thing it's like a man like a man thing or whatever you know um but you know he's just been dangling this shut the shutdown over everybody's head and i think the, Dem the democrats are kind of like well everybody can kind of see who wants the shutdown so it's not us you know it's not the democrats um and if it's going to shut down it's going to be all on his back and he has to be prepared for that um it is just really crazy how little he knows about the job that he's in <laughs> like I don't know I sometimes I just think that he's just trying to run a reality show and he doesn't like realize this is like real <laughs> like this is not the Truman show bro like this is real life and you have to be able to compromise or at least open up the conversation and I think that that's what was so irritating about that meeting was because it wasn't a conversation it was just um the Democrats speaking and Trump saying something derogatory or belittling or completely ignoring what they're saying or what they're asking for. Um, it's just a shit show, y'all. Um, also, niggas is getting convicted. Um, Michael Cohen is sentenced to three to three years in federal prison. I mean, it's just a hot ass mess out here, and I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I just don't know what's gonna happen, y'all. I just hold our breath and let's just get through it. I don't know, and I don't know if I've, if I've voiced my concerns about what happens if he leaves. If Trump isn't president, I'm just really concerned because I don't, Mike Pence is a fucking 
ghost of the 1950s and I don't want any parts of that so I don't really know I just want I don't know I just feel like everybody in the whole world is laughing at us right now and that shit is not cool at all but go off president <laughs> okay so I've got two girls I want to talk about um, for the rest of the show. Um, I'm not going to like super drag stuff out because I know that's not me, but I do just kind of want to talk about it for a second. Um, I want to talk about um, the lady in Brooklyn who was at a welfare office <clears throat> and she had a one-year-old with her. There was some type of altercation that she got into with the, uh, with the, what am I trying to say? Oh, with the security guard. And he ended up calling the police. And when the police showed up, there was like four or five of them. It's really hard for me to watch the video, um, because there's a little baby in it. But I watched it once. I want to say there was like four or five officers around her. Um, they pretty much, the video is just depicting them like ripping I don't know what other word to use <clears throat> but um but ripping <clears throat> they ripped him out of her hands um the baby was screaming she was screaming um and they just kept pulling on this little kid like just, like you got if you guys can stomach it, y'all gotta watch it. Cause the like it looked like that little kid's arms might have been like disloca dislocated. Um, her name is Jasmine Headley. She's from Brooklyn. Um, she was a char she was charged after they did that. She was charged with with resisting arrest, acting in a manner in injur injurious to a child, obstructing governmental administration, and trespassing. Um, but since that has happened, um, I think she spent five days in jail, but since that's happened, they have, uh, dropped those charges. <clears throat> those charges were all dismissed. Um, here's the thing about when something crazy like this happens to a black person. Um, when this shit happens to a black person, the first thing that they want to do is tell people of all the other things that they've done, right? To try to turn your attention away from the fact that they did something terrible to her and to her child because she's she's done other things. We have to remember this system isn't made for us, okay? So keeping that in mind, not all of us have squeaky clean records. You know, like some of us are blessed to, ha to, ha to have that. Um, and some of us are not. And sometimes it's not because it's what we want to do. And it's just we end up being victims of our circumstances. Um, not, that that's a, not that that is a excuse or a green light to do these things. But I just don't really know why the other half of this conversation is about the things that she still might get in trouble for. 
So she was arrested in July of 2016 um, after an investigation involving counterfeit credit cards. Um, this was in uh, New Jersey, though. So she still might go to jail, right? But I don't know why in all the news outlets we have to talk about this to, like, kind of shade or overlook what happened to her. Yes, she's done some things, like, clearly. Like, so she's gonna get in trouble. Like, that's, we're not taking that away. But let's move it out off the table for the conversation of what Brooklyn's police department did wrong. Um, I just don't, I just think that shit is so unfair and that shit is so ugly that they do that to us. Because when a white person gets arrested, like, we don't start talking about all the things they did before that. Like, it's never like that. They put our mugshots up when we die. Like, it's just really fucking, it's, it's just, it's just always going to be sickening. It's forever sickening. It's forever sickening. I don't know why we why the conversation shifts to what she used to do or what she's been in trouble for in the past and clearly two years since she hasn't you know what i'm saying like whatever but we have to we have to hear that to make people feel better about the things that happened to her and that's bullshit so she's at this at this welfare office i don't know if you guys have ever been in one of these before um it's been a long time since i have but i feel like this shit hasn't changed um, it's always fucking crowded as shit. Everybody's taking their sweet ass time. Um, so Jasmine didn't have a seat because it's so crowded and people are taking their sweet ass time. So that means that there's a whole room full of people and minimum people are getting helped. So that means that there's it's standing room at this point sometimes, right? Um, and Jasmine um, was sitting on the floor. There wasn't any seats, right? Now, she's sitting there with her one-year-old, waiting for her number to be called, waiting for her name to be called, however they do it, right? And the process of her waiting, and it had had to have been very extremely clear that there was nowhere else for her to sit. A security guard decides, because, you know, security guards, (laughs) they, he decides to come over and tell her that she's, like, she's, like, obstructing like the walkway okay now i don't know if maybe the way that she responded wasn't great i don't know that it matters um but i don't know that i would have responded great to somebody telling me to move after i've been sitting on the floor for hours waiting to get something reinstated and apparently she was getting her benefits reinstated um for a kid i mean obviously right so Okay, so that happens. They're into some type of verbal argument. He decides he can't handle it anymore. He's going to call the police to get her to to be removed from the building before she gets help without her bothering anybody. Um, Okay, so they call the police and then that's when that video starts. And it's just people... She's on the floor on her back holding her baby and they are trying to rip that kid out of her arms. And it's sickening and it's disgusting and I fucking hate it. And I'm glad the charges are dropped. But again, I'm so irritated because why in the same conversation do we have to bring up stuff that she's done before? That's nothing to do with the, the with the injustice. That's nothing to do with them feeling okay to snatch a one-year-old by their limbs like they can barely fucking use those things still like let's be real let's be clear like 
So that doesn't, it doesn't make that okay is what I'm trying to say. Um, I just, I wish for once when somebody, when you guys are covering stuff about us, about our community, that it's just about what's happened and not about things that y'all dig up and not about things that you guys find. Like that's not, it has, that has nothing to do with that. Now this would be different if she was pulled, if she was arrested in a grocery store trying to use one of these counterfeit credit cards. That wasn't the case. None of that happened. Luckily, um, the one-year-old was put in the custody of a family member because Lord knows I was watching that video. All I could think about was like, they're going to fucking call the people on this kid. They're going to take that kid away and it's just going to be real bad. Luckily, none of that happened. Um, she only spent five days in jail, but now she has to wake up to looking at headlines about her still being in trouble. She's aware of that, guys. She's fully aware. And again, that has shit to do with what happened. So that's that. Then we got to talk about one more girl that is not getting a fair shake either, okay? Um, now we have to talk about Centoya Brown. And I know we all know her. Um, she was convicted of murder for killing a man that was that she was sent to to have sex with when she was 16 years old a man okay all right so as long as we're clear i just want to really want to make sure that we're clear here <laughs> so she did it out of self-defense um who knows what that man was going to do to her and i'm honestly she didn't want to find out i mean it is what it is you know, sometimes, I don't know, guys. I don't know. But anyway, so she's been in jail since 2004. Um, the guy was 43. She was 16. She was forced to go to this man by her abusive boyfriend that was obviously older, obviously a pimp, right? Um, she went in front of the Tennessee Supreme Court last week to ask for you know like to get out or whatever like she it was for clemency um and they ruled that she must serve 51 years first before she's even eligible for parole so pretty much you can stop wasting our time you can stop writing to us you can stop doing all of this shit because we're going to make you serve 51 years before you can even talk to us again for doing this the prosecutor said that she went to go rob him i don't know if that was true i don't i don't know i'm not going to speculate the point is that she's 16 in a in a state that um Minors um, who are engaged in sex work are legally considered victims of sex trafficking. So she's in jail, supposedly having to spend 51 years there before she's eligible for parole in a place where at 16 years old, somebody is legally considered a victim of sex trafficking. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm so upset. Because here we are. <laughs> here we are in a state that says that a 16-year-old, if anything happens, right, and they're engaged in sex work, they are considered to be victims. And here we have a victim 
who decided she didn't want to be a victim anymore and did something that I'm sure she's not proud of. I'm sure it's something that she asked for forgiveness for every day. I'm sure if she could go back, she wouldn't have done it. I'm sure. But the point is that happened. She was underage. She was being trafficked. She was tired. (laughs) So how is she still in jail, guys? Can somebody explain that to me? Um, And I guess that's kind of the outrage right now. After it was heard that she was going to have to spend 51 years first, um, there was outrage, as usual. You know how the internet is. We're on shit. Um, And they are now urging the... um, Who is it? Uh, The governor, Bill Haslam. Um, He's supposed to be leaving office in January. He's got about six weeks left. And everyone is urging him to look at it again and to have another decision on the clemency before he leaves. Um, they already have a moveon.org petition. I mean, I'll, I'll probably throw that link in the uh, the show notes. Um, they have over 580,000 signatures. They need 1.1 million. So they're, all, they're more than half, uh, half the way there. Um, we just need some more. We, that guy's got six more weeks in the in the office, and I think that he could use those six weeks to do some real soul searching and to get deep into this case and understand what's happened, understand how her case has affected and caused that new law to be put out about the minors, and then how we're not serving her justice by having that law and still not doing anything for her. Um, It could be anybody's kid, you know. Um, I live in Vegas. Um, I know that that shit happens a lot. So, I don't know. I just feel really strongly about this. Um, I hate that 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 this is her life. Um, I hate that it's clear she's gotten she's gotten a degree um, at a university. It's clear that she's not that person. It's to be honest, I don't really know that she ever was. I just think she was tired. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't know what you guys would do in that situation. But um, it all just kind of boils down to her being in a state that has a law <clears throat> protecting her from something like this, and it didn't protect her from something like this. So. Um, I'm going to post this uh, petition link at the in my show notes. If you guys could go and sign it, it'd be really great. Um, I think that when you sign it, you're going to start getting <clears throat> email messages from moveon.org, but y'all can just unsubscribe it. The most important part is that you guys just sign it. Um, and from there, it's, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, so <sighs> it's heavy, man. All right. So. It's time for the one up for the week. Um, I'm going to keep it really short and sweet and simple. Do not go broke trying to make other people happy. I think that that's really a good note to take away during this holiday season um, because it could be financially broke or spiritually broke. Like, don't 
bend, don't do more than what you're capable of to make people happy. You have to wonder if they would do the same thing for you. But most importantly, it's just don't drain yourself. Guys. So stay warm, stay safe, stay loved, and I'll talk to you guys really soon. Promise.